Hi there. I see that you made it over to the new tips and talk portion of the podcast. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. Today, we are continuing our conversation on craft shows, specifically, what is social media's role? We've talked about in prior sessions, selection of craft shows, then how do you judge results, and then also the challenges that can come up, both as you're getting ready for a show and then also when you are at the show. Everybody gravitates to different social media platforms and then also different uses within the platforms. For example, in Instagram, obviously we have live, there's reels, there's stories, (laughs) there's the feed. I'm not going to address that portion of social media right now. What I really want to talk about is the content that you'd put up and how to make this really work on whatever platform is the best for you that you've already established a community with and the messaging and the different areas that you should be approaching with your messaging as it relates to craft shows. You know, so often we think social media is one piece all unto itself. Craft shows are one piece. And then there's email. And then we've got our website where we're taking online orders. When really the real power is when we layer things on top of each other, because when we're using all of the resources or tools or whatever you want to describe all of these different things, when we bring them together and use them in conjunction with each other, they are the strongest that they can possibly be. I actually have four different areas where social media can play a role. The first one is when you first sign up for a show, you want people to know that you're going to be there. So if you have an upcoming show, even if it's in a couple of weeks, you can start promoting it right away. You can start telling people that you're going to be at that show so they can mark their calendar. Many shows also will give you graphics, either the logo of the show or sometimes people make special graphics for you as an exhibitor. Another thing I like to do, let's say you did the show a year ago. And this is a show that only comes up once a year in your community, for example. If you have pictures from the last year, then put those up. And the messaging can be so excited. The shows are back again and looking forward to seeing you again this year. You know, things like that. All different types of ways of pretty much making an announcement of where you're going to be. You can't always assume that your audience or people who are in the area are going to know that you're going to be there or remember that you were there from the prior year. But if they saw you there last year, it might trigger something like, oh, you know what? I really liked that table. I definitely need to make sure that when I'm at the show, I want to go back and see her. If all of the vendors are also promoting the show, everybody wins. Think about it. If you're sharing it with your audience and all the other booths or tables are sharing it with their audience, it's more and more people who are coming to the show. Okay, so that's the first one. Show visibility and participation. The second thing that you can do is start documenting your preparation process leading up to the show. You know how it is. We never know on social media what to post. And you also know that you shouldn't just be always posting your product with a price, selling, 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 selling. When you do a craft show, this is a great opportunity for you to show how you prepare, how you get ready for shows. You can do this both before the show and then the day of the show. Before the show, 
I don't know that I can ever get enough of watching you guys behind the scenes and what you do and how you create your products because it's always so amazing to me. And everyone has like a little different way they do it too. So it's completely, totally interesting. Other things that you can think of for behind the scenes, maybe this is the first time you've ever done a QR code. So you show your process of getting your QR code all set up or you're doing a new banner. Anything that you're doing in preparation This is social media content that you could be using. The other thing I really like to do is involve my audience in decision making. People who are feeling like they've been a part of an experience that you're creating are more vested in it overall. So if you're upgrading your booth, for example, maybe you're looking at two different type of display options, show it to your audience and say, what do you think of these options for my products? Do you like this one better? Do you like this one better? Number one, number two, right? And then you show the different options and let people vote on them. Okay, so that's during the lead up to the show. The other thing that you can do as you're documenting show prep is the actual day of the show. How do you prepare that morning of? Or it could be just getting on and saying, So excited. It's the first day of this show. The show will be open in a couple of hours. Can't wait to see you. I'm just anticipating all the people that I haven't seen now since last year and can't wait to see you. By the way, if you don't know about the show and you live in such and such community, come join us and then tell where the show is, things like that. Driving over there, you could do a live right in your car as you're going over. Just picked up my coffee, all my products loaded up. I'll be there shortly. Anything like that is always so interesting. You can also, day of the show, this is still preparation, but show documentation as you're getting ready. Day of, show what your table looks like totally bare. Do like a before and after. Here's how it looked when I came. Here's how it looks now. And we are all ready for the show to open. The other thing that's fun behind the scenes before the show actually opens up or people are coming in is talking with other vendors that you know. Maybe they're friends of yours, so you can just chat, like, how are you feeling about the show today? Looks like it's gonna be good weather. So excited, you know, what is normally your best seller? Like, almost interviewing other people in the other booths. I wanna move on to now the third point in terms of different ways to use social media for your craft shows. And this is a personal angle. When you're a handmade product business owner, people buy also because they want to support you as the owner of the business. And the way that you can get people comfortable and close to you is by showing them who you are, by being personal with them. This morning on my Instagram account, in my stories, I was talking about some little quirks I have when I go into the office and things I do in the morning before I start working. And they're goofy and they're just little quirks about me and you might find them entertaining. You can laugh along with me or at me, I don't care, (laughs) whichever. But it shows you a little bit more about my personality. And that's the type of thing that I'm talking about here when I say share a little bit of who you are as a person. You might get on and talk about why you do shows. You might also show some little secrets of being an exhibitor, like what you bring to eat during the day. Or I knew someone who used to take 20-minute naps in her car. She had someone working her table with her, but she would sneak off once in the middle of the morning and once in the middle of the afternoon, and she just needed like a break. 20-minute nap did it for her. 
but it was always a secret. Like she snuck out <laughs> and went into her car, took her little nap, then snuck out of her car and back to the booth and she was good to go. But that's just something she needed to do. So from a personal end, again, what types of things are there? Do you make sure that you're always drinking enough water? Do you have a special water container? And why is it special to you? Anything that's personal like that, again, brings your audience closer to you. So any little secrets. Okay, so that's number three. And number four, during the show. So much opportunity for social media messaging there. Obviously, booth traffic, people are looking at your table or the traffic just going down the aisles of the shows. Let's say you're out at a community show and it's on the streets. You can be showing how crowded the show is, how nice the weather is. Again, remember when they're local shows like this, you can continually have interest if you have people coming in from your community because it's only right down the street or 10 minutes away from their house to keep building attendance to the show. Pictures of you interacting with your customers, I really suggest and recommend for a number of reasons I've talked about in prior episodes about having somebody work the table with you. Have them take a picture of you checking out a customer, not checking them out, but you know, like ringing up a sale and checking out, right? Or you're interacting or just talking with a customer, or you can even do shots where your hands are on the table or you're showing something. It doesn't always have to be someone's face. All those, both video and still shots, are great for social media. And it's great for the future, too, not just for during the show. So make sure you're thinking about that and taking advantage of that while you can. As I'd mentioned, where you can chat with your friends before the show, you can also promote vendors during the show. If you have someone who can watch your table, once again... Take your phone and go over to some other booths with interesting products. Maybe they're brand new vendors. How grateful will they be to you if you come over and do a quick little interview with them on your Facebook Live? I do this a lot when I'm at trade shows. I'll go up and down the aisles and show people who aren't able to come to the show, but who should know about some of these products. I'll show them the products. You can do the same thing at craft shows. I mean, it's giving exposure to people. So why wouldn't they be interested in you doing that? Next thing, and this is a big one, testimonials. Nobody does this until I tell them to. (laughs) And then they're so happy that they know about this. Someone comes up and says, oh my gosh, I absolutely love your sugar scrubs. I use them all the time. I don't know what I'd do without them. I'll take five. Ask them if you can record what they just said. They just said it to you, so it was natural. Ask them if they would repeat that and if they would be okay with you recording it. Many times people will. So virtually what you're doing is you're getting a testimonial in the moment. If they're not interested in having their face on camera, then ask them if they'll do an audio, just an audio recording. And then you just press record and you can even prompt them. Thank you so much for coming and sharing how you feel about the product. What were you saying? And then they can go from there. And then you can take that audio and either use it as audio or transcribe it. You know, make sure you've gotten their agreement that it's okay that you, you use their name. But then just write it down as a quote. You might feel a little bit uncomfortable at first. And some people might say, no, you know, I really don't want to do that. And that's fine. You know, let them go. If they're not interested, that's fine. But you'd be surprised how many people will say yes and they feel honored that you've asked them. A golden opportunity for collecting testimonials. 
And the final thing, we talked about this in a prior craft show tips and talk also, but bad weather. Remember, a craft show can be make or break if all of a sudden it starts pouring rain or gets freezing cold or is super windy because everything is falling over. If that happens, have a planned backup. And what is that planned backup? Social media. Everyone's made a mad dash for their cars. So instead, be standing in your booth, turn on your Facebook Live, tell everybody the situation. Guess what, you guys? I'm here at the X and X show. And unfortunately, now it's pouring rain. Everybody's leaving. But I have such great products here. I've decided that I should be sharing them with you. And then do a show right there. Tell them to go to your website and purchase, you know, somewhere where you have your shopping cart. Maybe you have Facebook shop right there where they could purchase there. However you want to manage it, you would plan that in advance. But you can save a craft show that you're at physically if there's bad weather just by going on Facebook Live and selling from there instead. You can also use this backup plan if traffic through a show is really slow. You're just not seeing anything happening for some reason, or maybe there's a lull in the day. Also at the end of a show. You know how sometimes like the last hour before things are shutting down, traffic starts getting light, there's product left and you can say, you know what, we've got just a few things left. These are special scents that I normally don't have available all the time. I have two or three left of, you know, you show what you have and you say, first come, first serve, claim it and you've got it. So two really powerful ways of saving a show that doesn't seem to be performing for you, either because of weather or slow traffic. Let me go ahead and summarize here. I'm talking about ways to use social media and overlay that on top of your craft shows. So you're using them together to make your shows the most powerful that they can be. The first is when you sign up for the craft show, make sure you announce to everybody that you're going to be there and talk about the show as well as yourself. So that's the first one. Second one is document your show preparation. So before the show, what are you doing to get ready? And then also the day of the show, what are the steps you take to get there? And then the third one is personal. Why do you do shows? What are tips and tricks or little kind of fun, little personal things that you do at your shows? Any secrets that you have are always good. You know, those juicy things. People feel like they have an inside look when you do things like that. And then during the show, make sure to take pictures, go and interview other people, promote other people's products, not just all about your table. Testimonials, grab testimonials right there when you can. And then use social media if for some reason the show isn't going the way you want, weather, or slow traffic. Social media can play such a huge role in craft shows, and it can be so, so powerful. When you integrate these two things together, face-to-face shows and then the social media overlay, you will see your sales go up and up and up. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl. And this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. 
We want them and they bring us both so much happiness. (laughs) 